else from here? And a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California. And now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the excuse, but I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on HR8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple of years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence in school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. It's what we do every week. So I'm fed up. I've had enough going to play the game tonight, but I want every person here, every person listening to this to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister or brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? We can't get numb to this. We can't sit here and just read about it and go, well, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, go Dubs, you know. Come on, Mavs, let's go. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go play a basketball game. And 50 senators in Washington are going to hold us hostage. You realize that 90% of Americans, regardless of political party, want background check, universal background check. 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington who refuse to even put it to a vote, despite what we, the American people, want. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. It's pathetic. I've had enough. That is Steve Kerr, and I agree. It's pathetic. We've all had enough. Um, yeah. He is the former, or no, he is the head coach of the Golden State Warriors. And Steve Kerr always says the right thing in those instances. Um, first and foremost, um, how are you all doing? It's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I was going to talk about Bob Dylan because today Bob Dylan turns 81. But instead, um, well, for one, I'm watching Gandhi. And this is about a a man who used peaceful trend, peaceful, uh, practices against a government that wanted to harm him. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's, um, it's a crazy time. It's a crazy time. I find comfort in Bob Dylan's songs because, oh God, they're, 
There's that one song. Um, so many of his songs dealt with violence and dealt with unrest and um, what was going on during the civil rights movement. And um, that's why I have all just taking comfort in his in his lyrics and um, as I watch Gandhi it's kind of, it's not lost on me why this film is on because we're in a very crazy time in the song um, a hard rain's gonna fall he says uh, I saw a room full of men with their hammers a bleeding I saw a white ladder all covered with water. I saw 10,000 wa- uh, talkers whose tongues were all broken. I saw guns and sharp swords in the hands of young children. And it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard rains are gonna fall. We are in a crazy, crazy time. Uh, and so... Uh, Yes, we'll we'll talk about Gandhi because 40 years ago, Gandhi was released during another very dark time. The Reagan administration. I love how people are like, "Oh, it wasn't that bad, really." Crack e- epidemic, uh, going after black people, uh, people in your administration lying. Missiles. Okay. All right. Here we go. Um, and so this was directed by the late Richard Attenborough, whose brother David Attenborough does the nature programs on the BBC. It starred Mr. Ben Kingsley as Mahatma Gandhi. Despite the best intentions of the best of you, it must, in the nature of things, humiliate us to control it. General Dyer is but an extreme example of the principle. It is time you left. With respect, Mr. Gandhi, without British administration, this country would be reduced to chaos. Mr. Kinnock. I beg you to accept that there is no people on Earth who would not prefer their own bad government to the good government of an alien power. My dear sir, India is British. They hardly an alien power. Mr. Gandhi, even if His Majesty could waive all other considerations, though he has a duty to the millions of his Muslim subjects who are in order to secure the peace. All nations contain religious minorities. Like other countries, ours will have its problems. But they will be ours, not yours. How do you propose to make them yours? You didn't think we're just going to walk out of India? Yes. In the end, you will walk out. Because 100,000 Englishmen 
chapter 20 verse 35 it says there it is more blessed to give than to receive i don't believe that <laughs> uh, here then are the, the the nominations for this year's director's awards and the nominees are wolfgang peterson in that boat <laughs> Baum, I would never have been able to maintain my courage. I am totally bowled over by this, and I think an enormous contribution to my holding it must go to Frank Price and Columbia Pictures for their courage in agreeing to distribute it. There are many people I would like to thank, and some of you some you have already honored. But 
I would simply say to Sidney Lumet and Sidney Pollock and Wolfgang Peterson and Steven Spielberg. To announce the winner, here is the dazzling, delightful, and delicious Carol Burnett. Terrestrial, the story about the children we all are and the grown-ups we sometimes seem to be. A Universal Pictures production, Universal. Steven Spielberg and Kathleen Kennedy, producing. The biography of a man who brought pride, dignity, and peace to his nation, and who even today inspires millions of people with undying humanity. An Indo-British film production. Pictures, Polygram Pictures presentations of an Edward Lewis production, Universal. Edward Lewis and Mildred Lewis producing. Tootsie, a human comedy of gender and role playing set in the world of contemporary daytime television. A Mirage Punch production, Columbia, Sidney Pollack and Dick Richards producing. This should not be a moment for regret in any sense, but I have to say that I have the regret that my late partner, Marty Kotari, to whom this film was dedicated, is not here to share this award with me. And to his widow, Dorothy and Sharma Rajki, I send my love and my very grateful thanks for the fact that their father 
this film. Members of the Academy, you have honored, you have seen fit to honor a number of people who have been connected with this film. Jack and Ben and Billy and many others. With, particularly without Jack and Ben, there would have been no movie. But I'm sure that they would agree that the person whom you really honor, as Ben then suggested, was Mahatma Gandhi himself. He was an inspiration to millions and millions of people. And the extraordinary thing always seems to me that he is currently still an inspiration. Your great folk hero, Martin Luther King Jr., was inspired by Mahatma Gandhi. Lakvalesa, that noble Polish patriot, came out of prison the other day and said that what he had been attempting to do in the past was not going to work. The only way in which we could have find human dignity and peace was through the philosophies and teachings of Gandhi. Gandhi simply asked that we should examine the criteria by which we judge the manner of solving our problems. That surely in the 20th century we human beings searching for our human dignity could find other ways of ultimately solving our problems than blowing the other man's head off. He begged us to re-examine that criteria. He believed that if we would but agree, simplistic though it be, that we would not resort to violence in the ultimate, then the route that we would take to solving our problems would be a quite different one to the one that we accept now in the acceptance of ultimate confrontation. He begged us to re-examine that criteria. I believe he had something to say to all of us everywhere in the world. And dear colleagues, in all truth, because the films that were nominated with me all wished for the same thing, all their makers wanted to say the same thing. In all truth, it is not me, or even Ben or Jack or Billy, that you truly honor. You honor Mahatma Gandhi and his plea to live in peace. And that's Lord Richard Attenborough accepting Oscars for directing and best picture 40 years ago, well, 39, from Gandhi. Here's a clip from Gandhi. Take 
sect was the Pranami Hindu, of course. But in our temple, the priests used to read from the Muslim Quran and the Hindu Gita, moving from one to the other as if it mattered not which book was being read, as long as God was being That is Ben Kingsley. 
has Mahatma Gandhi. 40 years ago, that in this time of violence, we turn to a film about that. And let's end tonight with uh, the after effect what happened 39 years ago because of Gandhi and the influence of this film. caricature of a swashbuckling film star who invades television with a lunge and a thrust, Peter O'Toole in my favorite year. Five outstanding performances and the winner is Ben Kingsley and Gandhi. of the Academy, you have bereft me of all words, but that's not good enough. I am custodian of this award for a lot of people. Let me say, before continuing any further, that I was overwhelmed to be mentioned in the same breath as the other four gentlemen who were nominated with me. all men of great vision and courage. It was made by my friend, Sir Richard Attenborough, another great man of vision and courage. And for all the men and women who worked on the film, this is an Oscar for vision, for courage, and for acting, and for peace. Thank you. night of Nicholas Nickleby, during part one and part two, four hours long each, part one and part two, the, the stage doorman, he was called Cliff, very dry cockney, and we all had tannoys in our dressing rooms, and I was, I think, in dressing room number 1A, and uh, yeah, I was thrashing around, doing my thing, <laughs> and Ben Kingsley to the stage door, please. Stage door, please. Ben Kingsley, the stage door, please. So I go up the steps to the stage door telephone. Great telephone call. I say, uh, yes, Ben. It's Richard Attenborough here. stood to attention throughout the phone call. The world stopped. I then put the phone down, said thank you Cliff, went downstairs, changed my costume, went on stage and completed the next four hours.
having this secret life. At the end of the makeup test for the odor party, and I looked at myself in the mirror and I thought, this is as close as you may ever get to being him. And I stared at myself in the mirror and my goodness, chaps, I looked jolly like him at the end of that makeup test. And during this moment where I'm staring in the mirror, Adam Brooke walked into the dressing room. So I sat in a chair very similar to this. And Dickie slumped into the chair very similar to that. I thought, oh dear, this doesn't look good. He slumped, he collapsed. I didn't realize that it was the collapse of a man who'd reached the end of a very, very, very long journey. Because from his collapsed posture, he, he murmured, extraordinary so I stood up I embraced him I vowed I would not let him down then he chuckled twinkling cheek and said now you better go and do the screen test so I screen tested the second test after I'd been offered the role my heart was flying I can tell you it was a good screen test that was good
That's the real Mahatma Gandhi in a 1931 interview when they would do the newsreels. You know, this is before television, and you had to go to the theater, and that's how you got your news newspaper and the the newsreel. It's been a very crazy day. I didn't want to do a lot of talking. I figure I'd let the footage speak for itself. And so I urge all of you to follow nonviolent practices and to go after the NRA and to go after the politicians who say one thing but offer prayers. Prayers don't work. Action works. Good night.